Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Conversations, where we look at the intersection of relationships, faith, and leadership. I am one of your co-hosts, Michael Clark. And I'm Christian Harden. We're so glad you joined us. All right, we're so glad you have joined us for another episode of Coffee and Conversations. Of course, I'm in here with my co-host, Christian Harden. Hey, hey, hey. And we've got a return guest. Uh, we yeah. did kind of like a pre-internship interview mm-hmm. uh, with Maddie Hill. Madison. Madison mm. Hill. It's Maddie. It is Maddie. <laughs> M-A-D-Y. My phone says Maddie. Maddie. Yeah, it's like a very hard A in the front. I love it when Siri mispronounces names. <laughs> Maddie Hill. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> so fun. But uh, so today we're going to kind of add the next layer of exit uh, interview of, hey, this is what you expected. Let's talk about reflection moments. Yeah, what really happened. What really happened. Yeah, yeah. behind the scenes. Right? Yeah, it is. And uh, I think it's really good. So you read in the Bible so much where God is telling the Israelites to remember, to remember. And a lot of it is because we so easily forget. Mm-hmm. Um, we forget the divine moments. We forget where he did something in our lives that was just remarkable. Um, usually, you know, it's, it's easy to kind of focus on the negative. I, I mean, I do that. Personally, I can walk into my house and see all the things that are not in place or not right or in my own life. Or, uh, But the Lord is so concerned that we remember where He has shown up and been faithful. And so hopefully in this, we'll even hear some of that too, where He is stretched, where He is challenged, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, that's life and it's certainly ministry. Yes. Um, but Maddie, we're so glad you're back on here with us today. I'm glad I'm here. How are you feeling this morning? I'm good. I'm tired. I'm still recouping from camp. Still recovering. <laughs> oh, man. It's, I'm good. I'm really good. Summers are a lot. Summers are a yeah. lot. Like, it's not the, the semester grind. It is a totally different yeah. It's an 800-meter sprint. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. So the Olympics are happening right now. Watched the 400 last night, but, man, you got to pace yourself. Yeah. Yes. You got to pace yourself. Unless you're from Jamaica, and it doesn't really matter. It does not matter. Because you can just run all day. <laughs> But uh, Maddie, we're so glad that you got to, first of all, have this internship with us, thankful for the 410 Foundation that made it financially possible, but also added some layers of kind of mentoring and exposure to leaders Mm -hmm. across different types of uh, businesses and ministries and things like that, where they were meeting with you guys weekly as the fellows. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell us a little bit more about that. What was that like? What type of people did you hear from? Um, What were ones that just stood out to you and were most challenging? Um, so I think the ones that stood out to me the most was, or mainly just the one, was um, the one from Knoxville. And I think I mentioned this in the last one, but I, I just, when I do these Zoom meetings, I just, every one of them, I'm like, this was really good, but that one really stood out. Yeah. Um, just, I think just because he grew up a lot like the kids I work with, and uh, it wasn't relatable to me, but relatable like that I see through my kids and that um, he really had some good pointers about uh, how to help and um, how to talk to them and mentoring um, a lot about disciple making and um, discipling these kids. And I think that really stuck out to me the most. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, uh, I think that that's so applicable in every area of our life. I think wherever the Lord begins to use us and plan us, whether, for for instance, you know, when my wife and I were fostering and then adopting, there's been nothing more challenging to us than to hear from adult adoptees mm-hmm. and because they have a perspective that we just never will have. Right. Um, and so the same for someone who's come from where the kids were loving on mm-hmm. and, and are serving. Yeah. Um, they just have a perspective that we 
don't and, and won't. Mm-hmm. And as much as we integrate ourselves, we, we will always be an outsider. Yeah. Um, and just acknowledging that, but then pushing in and listening, yes. kind of which is what that, that yeah. Zoom call for kind of forced. Yeah. Um, so good. So it good. Is good. Mm-hmm. It's good. So what were some of the other uh, folks that kind of came in to those calls? What I mean, what were their backgrounds? What what did they what did they do? What did they kind of bring to the table? Um, there were people from everywhere. Um, a lot of them were from business. Um, so like one, it, I could be a little wrong, but she was from UT in the business. She worked okay. in the um, business education Haslam, okay. something yeah. like that. Um, uh, our Director, I guess Katie Quartz, her mom. She's a treasurer of a bank. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. There was one, um, one from Charlotte. I can't remember what he he ran a business or CEO yeah. or something. I can't remember exactly, but um, they were some pretty influential people. Yeah. Um, I mean, CEOs. That's yes. a that's a big title. Yes. Yeah. Taking time yes. to be on a Zoom call yeah. with a, a few fellows. Yes. So um, they had a lot of pointers on, um, they had, Katie came up with this Google Doc file for us that these um, speakers would put information in for like resume building, how Mm. to contact them if we need help with stuff like that, Um, mentoring, um, the importance of um, mentoring others and stuff like that. So we have a whole file now that'll go with us. It stays with us. It doesn't just leave when the fellowship ends. But that's um, network. Yes, and just building that relationship so that um, they also had one for an internship at Truist, I think, um, which is the bank. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So um, it was another internship for us to continue if we wanted to do an internship more like another one after this um so there's a lot of good resources she gave us and these um speakers gave us as well um just to keep building on what they've taught us about mentoring and um resumes and interviewing and different stuff like that for a future so that's awesome yeah it was really neat yeah i hope that was a benefit to you and and everyone else that was in there yeah um, that's so good. So, um, you know, we've not had a ton of interns that have worked with us. And so um, I'm really I'm curious just to hear your honest feedback as well. <laughs> just kind of what it was like um, working with our staff, working mm-hmm. with Christian, um, myself, just um, some of the things you took away from that. Um, hey, even some stuff we can improve on. Right. Yeah. We may cut that from the podcast and just <laughs> kind of internalize it and work on it on our own. But yeah. um, no, but also just kind of what it was like to get more daytime, um, one-on-one quality time, whereas the school year doesn't always provide that opportunity and extracurriculars are happening, but summer sure does. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're, we're really huge advocates about that Mm one-on-one Christ-centered relationship building, um, just how we're intentional about discipling and, Mm -hmm. uh, comes through relationship. So, uh, tell us a little bit, just kind of what did that look like this summer for you? Um, it was a big learning curve for me, honestly, because I'm better in a group setting than I am with one-on-one. Um, I just don't really know, especially if I don't know the person very well. I don't know what to say. Mm. I get kind of awkward and shy, and these girls do too because they're kids. Yeah. So they don't really know what to say to me. So it was a lot of um, – it was a big learning curve just to – learn how to socialize with them, how to socialize with teenagers. I'm not around teenagers in my everyday life, and let alone um, teenagers from their neighborhoods. So I didn't grow up in their neighborhood, so I don't know exactly what they do every day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I grew up in with a big backyard and four-wheelers. Strawberry plains. Yes. (laughs) 
so I don't know how what they do every day. Yeah. And um, so it was just a big learning curve. I think the first girl I took out, I sat down with her, and it was just really awkward. <laughs> uh, it was kind of silent. Then I was like, okay, just tell me what you do. What do you do every day? What Would you just hang out with friends? Where do you go? Yeah. Just yeah. to kind of learn about, like, what they, what all of them do, because mm-hmm. they're all friends. They all hang out together. So True. that helped me with the rest of them. And, that was um, smart. Yeah. But um, it was a lot of fun. I think it was a big learning curve for these girls, too, because they didn't know how to talk to me either. Mm. So, and now I walk into Kitco and they all talk to me like I'm one of them. So yeah. it's, it was a lot of learning for all of us, um, but it was really enjoyable. Um, and it was a lot of, bickering too like once we got more comfortable with each other uh it was a little bit of bickering and arguing free to speak their minds right but that's part of building relationships it It comes with it and it after it's done you can feel i feel closer you know sure after the arguing and um not really bad arguing like anything crazy but after the bickering's done it's like okay we trust each other a little bit more to argue with each other a little bit so It took a wall down, mm-hmm. um, especially after um, I was able to share my testimony with them. That took a mm-hmm. huge wall down. Uh, they were so much comfortable, so much more comfortable. And I'm so glad I did it before camp because yeah. I feel like that, that helped, especially in the hotels and stuff yeah. with staying with some of them in rooms. I just felt like they were more comfortable with me because they knew me in a way they didn't before. Yeah. Um, so... Um, it was a lot of learning, but it helps. It'll help in the future because I'm not just going to leave after this summer. So yeah. um, it'll help this fall kind of get more comfortable with them as they go back to school. Um, just I think it helps all of us have a more respect for each other just to talk to each other. So, yeah, yeah it's just building those relationships. So yeah, they're and important. It, and it'll be cool to see. I mean, when you look at Jesus's life, he had his, you know, 70 and then mm-hmm. his... Uh, 12 and then he had his like big three Mm -hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see like with your time being full like who is your big three like where do you go like who do you meet with Mm -hmm. consistently enough to have that big three yeah um because i i mean i had it at stem that i Mm -hmm. like that i had three strong relationships that were my like disciple Mm -hmm. students uh ones working over there in jeremiah but um as you have like as your time gets busy it's like you know, hopefully you don't put the pressures of like, oh, I got to still meet with all right. 12. If you can, great. But like yeah. focus like the three that you can really like invest in. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll yeah. be really good to see. Yeah. Um, and this summer was a lot of learning about which ones. I mean, I've, I love all of them, but obviously you're going to click a little bit better with some of them sure. than the others. Yeah. So it was a, I took all of them out, I know at least once. And I think the big part was that I thought about was like, okay, how are we clicking? How do Mm -hmm. we, how are we, what's the dynamic? How are we talking to each other? Are they comfortable? Am I comfortable? Mm -hmm. Um, So, and that was a big part of it. And then after I went through taking all 12 of them out, I was like, okay, some of them I took out in groups. I was like, okay, I want to take them out Mm one-on-one and see if they're any different. So I went through that and then just, and that's what mostly this summer, I mean, I'm glad I got to know all of them, but this summer it was really like, okay, how do I click with each one? How, who can I really, um, just disciple and really, um, just click with and understand and, 
Um, so finding that, I think it took me till the end of summer to find that. It took yeah. me all the three months or two and a half, yeah. whatever. It took that whole time to find it. And now this fall, I can really drive home with the, like you said, the big three. Yeah. So I think yeah. that really open. It was a big eye opener for all of us too. Because fall in East Tennessee is one of the best times to, yeah. to really get kids out, and yeah. Yeah. you know it's not hot, so you can go paddleboarding, kayaking. Uh, you got you got uh, like fall festivals, mm-hmm. and you can have bonfires. So, and you have a like you said, you have a yard. Yes. So, <laughs> being able yes. to take them yeah. to like, uh, and some have already seen your house to like yeah. take those and like have a like a little just like hey, let's come over and have like a cookout bonfire mm-hmm. and we'll just hang out. Um, I think it's interesting because at the beginning of summer or even the beginning of the year, I would have, I would have pegged a couple of students as the ones to invest in right mm-hmm. now. And, and as the summer's gone, gone on, I'm, some of those have changed for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the students I that I, I was like, man, that that's like the one I would have paired up first with a mentor for discipling. But now I think I would exchange that one for, for her mm-hmm. and for him. And it's it's interesting just because you have your thumb on the pulse of their lives and what God's doing in them, um, you can you can just you can respond accordingly. Mm-hmm. And you can you can be fluid in your big three even right. um, with I guess who's I guess m- most open and mm-hmm. ready and prepared to take some of those steps and, right. in relationship and faith. Yeah. yeah, it makes me think definitely of what small groups should look like. Mm. Yes. Um, can we do them smaller, more intentional based, mm-hmm. and that you're constantly meeting with that way? It's easier to make plans with three and not yes. a whole small group. Um, I think especially with the college leaders coming back, um, if we can really drive in with the sapling with them i think that that would help with the girls so yeah. like doing smaller groups i think for sure that'd be awesome yeah. and it lifts a whole weight of stress but um <laughs> yeah so what were some of your favorite like if you have like one or two like favorite these are like favorite moments i saw jesus show up here um with these students or in this experience what mm-hmm. would that be um, the first thing that comes out of my head comes up in my head was the drive home from camp Mm-hmm. Those girls, yeah. we thought they would sleep the whole way, and they were on the phones with everyone, mm. telling everyone how awesome camp was and how their lives are changing. And mm. they were, I mean, it wasn't just friends. They were calling their parents. They were calling yeah. any relative they could, any friend That's that awesome. would answer, just telling them how their lives were changing and how they want to be different back home in there unfriending these people and want to be better friends with these people. And I mean, it was the whole 10 plus hour drive back. They were nonstop. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, it was just awesome to listen to. I think me and Michael just sat in the front and just listened the whole way. Yeah. And And a little bit of like fruits of your own labor and toil of like building. Like I feel like had we not had you the summer, the camp could have been good, but Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't want to think about, had you not been here and mm-hmm. what camp camps results would have been. Um, mm-hmm. cause them calling yeah. them calling family yeah, and telling them that's tangible. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what we hope bleeds into their family's lives and, yeah. their, and their community, the, the fastest. So I'm anxious to hear this week, see, hopefully see a lot of them Friday and I'll see one, maybe two today just to see like how this past week was since I haven't seen them or really talked to them as much as I, um, could have, but I'm excited to see like, how has this past week been? Has it been different? Um, a lot of them I know responded in a group message saying they were doing the, the devotional and they were keeping it up. So 
So hopefully, I'm excited to see what they are saying now that they're home and not at camp. Yeah, when you come off that mountaintop. Right. What, what, what right. will it look like? And continue to go down that road with them and continue to yeah. grow with them. Well, what else? Uh, one more thing, if you got anything uh, on your head. <laughs> um, probably um, just taking, I know Lazari, taking her to lunch. She always had somewhere crazy she wants to go yeah we tried boba we tried <laughs> we we went a couple different places that I've never even been to and I think that was fun because it wasn't most of the girls they were just like just take me wherever you want to go mm-hmm. and so I had to come up with something most of the time I mean with me it's obviously gonna be Chick-fil-A yeah. <laughs> so with her I'd say where do you want to go and she would always have in her mind where she wants to go yeah like just first thing hey I want to go to I want to go get boba or yeah. I want to go to the mall or Somewhere it was always somewhere, so I think it was um, it was fun just hearing the different mm-hmm. places she just came up with. I guess, um, and I text her to go to lunch today, so I'll see if she has somewhere crazy in mind today. Yeah, it's so always fun. something. Yeah. So see, it's with with our students. I would as long as they're being like weekly mm-hmm. met with and discipled. Like if they can't make multiple Thursdays, like that's fine. As yeah. Long as, as long as somebody's with them. Right. Obviously, I want them there Thursday. Yeah. But it means so much more that you're like sharing your own life yeah. with them and you're experiencing boba for the yeah. first time and like so oh, fun. So weird. you know mm-hmm. like just like those things like you both will forever remember like oh mm-hmm. i had boba for, with lazaria yeah. right and i'm excited this week too because it's gonna be different i'm picking her up in my dad's big truck and i don't know that That's she's all. ever That'll been be in something like that i don't yeah. know i'm curious to see how she'll react to that too yeah so uh, today should be fun she always has somewhere crazy she wants to go right. so that adds another element to it too hopefully today will be just as crazy somewhere just as fun as normal yeah time. And those that are listening, man, I hope this is encouraging you um, to to just get involved uh, yes. in individuals' lives. Um, I think it's so easy just to kind of have our circle. This is what's happening in my life mm-hmm. and not expand it, not stretch it, not get involved in someone else's life that you typically wouldn't be involved in mm-hmm. unless there was intentionality and you put forth effort and then you begin to see the Lord moving. And, and hopefully all of our relationships are Christ-centered, mm-hmm. um, whether it's the checkout line or our family or people who live in our city that are maybe uh, growing up in a different environment than we grew yeah. up in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Christian, I just think of the verses you were talking about, about how excited you are, even if they don't come every Thursday to mm-hmm. the big group that someone's involved in their life one-on-one, mm-hmm. sharing their life, doing life on life. And it reminds me of the verse that you kind of kicked off the year with yeah. out of First Thessalonians, yeah, uh, just, just talking about how we not only want to share the gospel of God with you, but our own lives as well. Yeah. And that's discipleship right there. Mm -hmm. That is. And so I hope those listening are challenged just as we are about maintaining and creating that discipleship culture. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope if there's anything that earmarks us here in the lives we live, it's because we are, we're living life with intentionality to disciple Mm -hmm. those around us. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and they look different as a result and we look different as a result. And there, there's this ripple throughout our city and the communities and the places, the world that we touch Mm -hmm. that looks different because we've been marked with Christ and, and that movement is happening. Mm -hmm. But so you've shared a couple of the two highlights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that challenged you, that caused you to grow and be stretched? Um, I think one of the biggest challenges that comes to mind is that I'm the only female leader going. I mean, not Kayla does a lot. She she does the food and she goes out with me when she can, but I'm the only one going like two days a week with 
12, 15 girls yeah. just trying to, because when it's just me, I feel like I need to check in on them and because mm. nobody else, I mean, we can text them, but I need to take all of them all out at least once or a couple of times. I try to do as much as I can for all of them because um, I just feel like they don't, they all need that. All of them are desperate for it and you can see mm-hmm. it in them. They all want that one-on-one, Yeah. but it's hard when I'm the only one that can do it two days a week. Um, and two days a week isn't enough, but that's all I could do this semester. So I wish I could have done every day, but, um, Mm. these, uh, these girls are craving that relationship and you can tell in every single one of them. So I think that was the hardest thing because I would take one to lunch and then while I'm there, another one's calling me or texting me. And then I would just get home and I'm like, I'm ready to just kind of sit down. And then one of them would call me and it's like, I was stretched different. 12 different directions with 12 different girls and I love them all and I'm glad I had that relationship with all of them but like you said I'm ready for that just the big three and I hope Mm. that in this fall we can train some of our college to find their own big three and that way um, we're not stretched each 12 different directions because it does get a little hard to manage at times and keep up with who's doing what in their life and Where and you've, you've seen it, you've felt it. And right. I think when you are inspired like you are, it's easier for that to bleed over into other leaders' mm-hmm. lives to, hey, like, here's what I'm doing, and it works well. Like, right. Maybe, like, once a month. I know college students, it's hard in right. Johnson. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we make we make avenues, we make things mm-hmm. work. Um, and I think as long as you're inspiring those to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you ha- it sounds like, to me, you have, like, that passion, that yes. energy, um, and it's so contagious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah, I hope that I'm not just only able to mentor these kids, but mentor these college students into, which I'm a college student myself, so for them to see me mm-hmm. taking just as many probably, if not a little bit more, I'm taking a lot of classes this semester, um, a class load as they are, while still discipling these girls, yeah. I hope they see that and um, kind of feed off of it and want to do it themselves. I know they don't live here and they have to go home in the summer, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to end in the summer like they think. They can FaceTime them. They can mm-hmm. text them. Um, just keep in touch, even if it's just the little things. Uh, yeah. Like their Instagram pictures. I mean, these girls think about stuff like that. They do. <laughs> they think about how many likes and how many comments they get. Um, yep. So um, just little things like that would make a big difference. So Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping I can get into that too this semester as well. Um, but that was probably the hardest thing was getting pulled to all different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I think of is just, and it kind of goes hand in hand with it, is just keeping up with everything. I feel like I have to have a notebook of every kid, every girl. And what's going on in their yes, life. And they interesting. Just have, every yeah. time I met with him, it was something else, something else. It's almost a discipleship journal. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And I tried to keep, I mean, I did keep um, journal. I did journal every time I met every Tuesday and Thursday with these girls hmm. and That's which so ones. But it was just so much to digest every week and something different. And yeah. it was like I would get them confused. Or, okay, are you the one thinking about moving? No, it's the other <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, are you the one that just had a little sister? No, it's this one. Uh, so just keeping up, which big stuff like that I was pretty good with. But just the little things. I mean, teenagers, they're thinking about friendships, relationships, school, and sure. just keeping up with the names of their friends they talk about. It's, it's a lot when um, – 
I'm thinking of 12 different girls with all of them have three or four different friends. They talk about each yeah. time and yeah. stuff like that. So just keeping up with all of it, I think was kind of difficult. I felt like I had to record, I needed to record every conversation and go right <laughs> back and digest it. And, <laughs> but yeah. That's so um, funny. But, and just having more time. I wish this summer didn't fly by. Yeah, it definitely did. Yes. Yeah. It's, but, yeah. It would have been a lot slower had we not had all the fun we planned and right. how successful, like, meeting weekly with students went. Yes. Um, it would have felt slow slow and dull mm-hmm. and difficult. It would have felt really slow if she had to hand pump those paddleboards <laughs> oh, one more time. One yes. more time. Thank goodness we got to pump Probably would have lost her. Oh, yeah. man, she quit. Um, yeah, that was, that was an interesting. But the girls mm-hmm. had fun. Uh, they got to experience something new. It was still fun. Yes. It was still fun. That's what their quote was. was. Wow, yeah. that was actually fun. Yeah, yeah. that's what they said. I'm surprised. Yeah. Um, and we were so, me and Kayla were so tired. We're like, really? You thought that was fun? Are you not worn out? Yeah. But that's kind of the same responses like in the middle of camp that we were getting as well. Right. Um, because we took them to a different camp. We hadn't been, this group had never been to this camp mm-hmm. uh, outside of Branson, Missouri and Golden. Uh, Kids Across America, K-A-A. Uh, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> they all know the cheers and the chants now after being there even just one week. Um, they're excited to go back. And, but, but hearing that kind of midweek about, uh, this is, this is different, but, but it's fun. I like it. I actually, I, I, I I can see why you brought us here, but so that was another stretching experience for you. You Mm -hmm. had never been to any camp, not even for yourself growing up. Mm -mm. Only white female really there. Yes. Yes. (laughs) In her whole cabin and group and among the other leaders that were bringing campers. And I think I was the youngest one there too. Yep. Yep. Or one of them. Yeah. And so it was, it's just, uh, this camp is just a different experience for us. Mm -hmm. Um, We go and we learn and we listen. And uh, I know I was challenged again as I have been in the past Mm -hmm. going up there, but I'm kind of curious because you had a lot of new things happening all at once and a lot of firsts. So share a little bit, like how was that stretching and challenging? Um, It was fun. I just feel like I I needed an extra time to digest. Like if, um, which it didn't happen this way, but I felt like I needed a week to just learn and take it all in like I did and then a week to actually enjoy it. Because I feel like I enjoyed it. I had fun, but I feel like I couldn't fully invest into everything because I didn't know. I didn't know it all. I didn't know the routine yet. And by the time I got the routine, it was Friday and I was going home the next day. Yeah. So um, that was the hardest thing was just, I mean, it's the same with these girls, like just digesting and learning, like, because I did not, I was not raised in around uh, urban youth and I wasn't raised in an urban environment and then uh, just learning from this and learning how they how it works and um, it's good I like it it's just it takes time yeah it yeah. takes time to di- digest and I got home and sat down the night we got back and I was like okay what just happened that was such a whirlwind <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun but I mean, yeah. it happened so fast. Yeah. It just, I was like, I just got to sit down. My mom, the first thing she asked me when I got in the car was, what did you do this week? And I was like, a lot. Where do I start? I don't know. Where do I, I start? Yes. You're like, all right, where do I start? Yeah. yeah. It's like, Day I one. don't even know what to say because it was just a lot to yeah. and I, take in. Camp and I, is like that, though. Yes. Yeah. And I'm glad you got to experience something where it was a camp a little for us as Kaleos or mm-hmm. as Cal- yeah. as like they poured into us as well as leaders um, yep. rather than um in Kaleos are what they call their um kind of like the people that bring the students yes. it's their leaders back home um 
for those listening. But for us, for Kaleos, we got our own experience as a camp. And for you, this was mm-hmm. your first camp experience. Yes. You would have felt so much more exhausted had mm-hmm. you had oh, to yes. have been their leader, doing everything with them the at counselor. camp. The, the counselor. Yeah. yeah. And there's it, different rewards and fruit from that. There mm-hmm. is. That you get you get a different kind of joy and satisfaction mm-hmm. out of that. But it is very draining. Yeah. yeah. You would have yeah. come home on the van and probably slept the whole time. Yeah. Like, knowing who you are. Like, so... There's, yes. there's, there's positives <laughs> to both ways. I'm glad your first time going with us to camp was you get to watch from afar and experience right. camp kind of like on the wing mm-hmm. of, of while it's moving. Um, and so. I'm glad it was cross-cultural for you. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. that, that in and of itself will just pay dividends as it just continues to stretch you as you mm-hmm. reflect, again, reflecting. And um, I'm excited just to see kind of how God uses the summer and the season that you've been serving with Kiko mm-hmm. in your own personal life. Uh, mm-hmm. In your career, in your future, yes. kind of how I know you've already expressed that you're hoping with your, you know, your practicum for mm-hmm. education that you get a school in a similar neighborhood yes. to the to the kids you've been working with here. Yeah. Um, and so that that's so encouraging to me to see that this has been formative for you. Yeah. Um, that's that's a win all around. Right. Yeah. Uh, now God's God started something, but it's going to continue. Yes. Even even if you continue working here or you don't uh, with us, at, which I believe you will, but mm-hmm. it's just to know that a ball has started rolling yeah. in your right. life. Yeah. yeah. Down the line. Like who you, knows? You will take this with you right. wherever you For go. Sure. This experience and and relationships are everywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good you got to experience that. Yes, I'm glad I did too. So anything you would say to anyone thinking about um, maybe maybe volunteering with an organization that is just kind of out of their comfort zone, or maybe doing mm-hmm. an internship? Maybe a young person's listening. Um, I mean, what would you any any advice or just encouragement you would give? So I have a lot of social anxiety, and I'm a very anxious person. I have anxiety very badly. Um, And as an anxious person, I would say just go with your gut and do it because I was so anxious coming into this, but I'm so grateful I did it now. Um, It was just such – it's just so fruitful knowing how much I've invested in these girls and how they've they've invested in me, not just – me um, pouring into them as as their leader, but um, them loving on me, too. I just know, like, even if something's bothering me, I can text them just as easily as they can text me. Like, just knowing these relationships. And I, most of the time, don't go out of my way to talk to a stranger. Um, I'm very socially, I don't think I'm super socially awkward, but I just don't. I'm non-confrontational, and I stay away from strangers (laughs) so knowing going into this feeling like a stranger to these girls and knowing um where I am now with them it's just so it feels so rewarding Mm. and um it just it's so freeing almost because I volunteered with Kitco for a year before I started this yeah and I I mean for a whole year I felt very intimidated by these girls and not even just the girls but the boys too and I didn't hardly I wasn't with the boys a whole lot I mean every once in a while Christian would bring a guy and we'd go to a movie or something but I feel like I can even talk to them too and I don't even know them like I know the girls it's just knowing how to talk to them and I just opened up so many doors I think um and it's definitely um just put a new perspective in my eyes so I would just say just do it um pray about it. And that's what I did. I prayed about it and prayed about it. And God was telling me to do it, even though I wasn't a hundred percent comfortable. 
he was like, just do it. Just, and I just heard him say, do it. Just go for it. And even though I was like, okay, I don't, I don't really want to particularly, yeah. it's way out of my comfort zone, but I'm going to do it. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. So glad. It's one of those, and I've seen the growth in you from, you know, when things are going on, you're on the outskirts and mm-hmm. you're kind of observing. It's, yes. it's our typical, like, college leader that is mm-hmm. super overwhelmed by everything so they rather mm-hmm. just observe to well i feel like when you started the internship you're like well they're paying me so i guess i'm gonna go <laughs> sit with these girls and then, and then it went from that to no these are my friends yeah. like i want to know i want to eat a meal with them and get and like just hear about their day right. um and that transition um is was sweet to watch mm-hmm. from afar and you did a great job like i told michael yeah. i was like i wish we could just keep her on uh, <laughs> uh, and obviously you you are staying with us but to yeah. the extent of like it really like added so much value just right. to the other side of investing in these girls that i haven't been able to do or felt yeah. comfortable doing yeah um so and hopefully that trends that you know transforms the, the our other girl leaders and mm-hmm. when they see they come back and like whoa she's like sitting with them and yeah. like doing the things with them okay i'll go join and oh it's easier to be like hey come on come sit with us yeah. um just allow it to bleed into mm-hmm. the rest of our leaderships you know mm-hmm. everywhere yeah. yeah i'm a very much an observant person i like to sit on the sidelines and watch and um not particularly be in it it's not that i don't want to be i just I like to sit and I like to learn. I learn from people watching and uh, just observing, and um, I take everything in that way the best. So I was very observant, and now just to see, like you said, growing from observant to actually having the conversations and being comfortable to sit. Um, and I wanted those. It's not that I didn't want to sit with them and talk to them. It's just I don't. I'm. I don't know how with teenagers. Mm, yeah. I don't have any teenagers in my life. Yeah. So they're either adults or they're two, <laughs> since I work with two-year-olds. Yeah. So um, it's it was very, like you said, it feels rewarding to be able to not be the observer um, and be able to be invested. Um, because it, I mean, whether I'm watching Alex work on a car or I'm watching you all uh, play some kind of sport in a yard or something. I'm observing. I'm not in it. So at Kitco, I was observing, and it feels good to not be the observer, even though that's um, that's what I'm comfortable with. It's out of my comfort zone to sit down and actually be involved. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's good. Yeah, it's rewarding, and it helps me um, be braver in other circumstances. To be like, okay, I don't, I don't have to sit. I can get up and I can speak and. Mm-hmm. I can be involved, even though I'm not comfortable and I probably won't be good at it. I wasn't good at this at first, but it takes time. So, um, like at camp, Christian asked me if I wanted to play pickleball. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we no. played pickleball. She, she, <laughs> she tried to play pickleball. So. Yes, exactly. I tried. I wasn't good at it, but normally I would say, no, I'll just watch. You can yeah. you find someone else and I'll just watch. But I tried. Yeah. That's out of my comfort zone. There's a lot of me chasing the balls all over yes. the court. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. I'm not somewhere. coordinated, but I'm not coordinated at all. But yes, um, so that, I mean, even just that, it didn't even involve the kids, but it was out of my comfort zone. Mm. So that mm. it just let me put it into different aspects of my life. Like um, yesterday, Alex working on his car. Normally I just sit and watch, but I was actually up asking him questions. That's not me. Hmm. So it's just fruitful to see, like I'm getting more comfortable to get up and actually try things. And it's all because of these relationships with these girls. Hmm. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. 
It's bleeding into other areas yeah. of yes, your life that it, it has no stretches idea. you. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. And you know, I mean, gosh, when when the Lord calls us into something, it's not based on our personality type mm-hmm. um, or what's comfortable always. And mm-hmm. I take for granted, Christian, you probably do as well. Kind of growing up, mm-hmm. being pushed uh, to be around people that are just different than you, yeah. or um, have have been raised in, or have a different culture, or, or even language, or. And I think some of that we just take for granted um, until you get to be around folks and you say, okay, wow, this they're getting to experience yeah. what I grew up around yeah. and I probably didn't even realize was happening. Yeah. The same stretch. Yeah. Um, at an early age. At an for early us, age. it's like we don't... It's maybe, happening to my we, kids Yeah, maybe age. we like sympathy or empathy for those <clears throat> that just feel overwhelmed and want to observe. Like I, f- I have to remind myself that a lot of our leaders, like, this is like they're from Indiana. This is new. This is all <laughs> brand spanking new. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I have to have a lot of grace there. Um, yeah. To just allow them to at their own time. But being able to push mm-hmm. them and yeah. model for them, and um, and then get to see the fruit all around, mm-hmm. both yeah. for the students as well as the the mentors as well as the mentees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I hope you're you feel comfortable sharing that with some of our leaders when hopefully yes. we get some time to meet together before our Thursday night, though their first Thursday night. Yeah. Um, and just hopefully inspire and share a little bit of your experience Mm -hmm. too so yeah I mean I know they're all from Indiana and I'm just from 20 minutes up the road and it was a huge culture shock for me so and I think for these girls too hanging out with me um because I mean as I said I'm from 20 minutes up the road and I sound so much different than they do (laughs) when you talk even just when I talk I dress different I act different I was just raised completely different so um, I was raised in rural Knoxville over there in inner city. Um, and even going to camp, Branson, as soon as I got off the bus, <laughs> these leaders were talking about my accent That's and so asking funny. me where I was from. So um, I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you get your B, your, yeah. your B badge. Yeah, <laughs> they were, she said it with an accent, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's just a leader I knew for a week. I mean, and it just really put into perspective, like, i just known this leader for a week and think about how my kids feel. Yeah. I mean, and I've been with them for over a year, but really invested in them for this past summer. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't even think, I was just thinking this is one-sided. I'm having a culture shock. It's not. It's them too. They are the, doing yeah, the same things. They They're learning from me. I took three of them to my house and Walking into my house, they're just looking around wide out of everything. It's just they've never been in a house like mine, even though my house isn't that yeah. fancy. It's just not, yeah, it's not right up on top of other houses like theirs yeah. and so close. Yeah. And it's just, it's country, yeah, esque kind of. <laughs> it yeah. just looks different. So they were just wide eyed looking at everything. And, um, I have two dogs. Some of them were like, we've never even pet a dog. One of them said it when they came in. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. And I was like, I've had a dog my whole life. Like, even just little yeah. things like that. So, I mean, it's just interesting. It really put a lot of things into perspective. Like, I'm not the only one learning. They're not the only ones learning. It's a community of learning. Yeah. I mean, it's all of us integrated together, learning from each other. Um, I, it's not, I'm not a leader. We're all students learning from each yeah. other i'm not above them in any yeah. way so yeah you're just yeah. a f- you're a friend right that wants to share something important yes jesus yes so. we're all in different yeah. life paths and i know i'm older than them but hanging out with them we don't think about that yeah 
Um, so makes me excited as Christian and I have been talking about like uh, even some of the the things that we can plan, you know, during the semesters, but also like biannually kind of big mm-hmm. events that are things that the kids have never experienced. Wow. Things that I mean, we can you can disciple and build relationships doing anything, mm-hmm. literally anything. And so, but to be able to give them new experiences of wow, I've always wanted to camp out in the Smoky Mountains. I mean, yeah. here we live in the in the shadows of them, right. or. Man, I've never, I've never seen sand other than at a playground downtown. Yeah, I would yeah. certainly not beach. see it with an ocean yeah. crashing on it. And so, to be able to say, "Wow, we've got some supporters who are going to help make these first-time things happen," mm-hmm. uh, and and we'll continue to be able to deepen these relationships, let them see God's beauty and mm-hmm. His creation. And uh, man, it's it's so exciting to be able right. to do that. And we can do things in in the small things every day, uh, each week at our homes, mm-hmm. the bonfires, the paddleboarding to the campouts, to the beach trips, and, right. um, man, it's so valuable. It's, mm-hmm. it's changing everyone involved. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what the future holds, and uh, I hope those listening have enjoyed just kind of a little bit of a recap. <laughs> uh, I know I have, and uh, I'm sure there'll be more as, as we all continue to digest and reflect, and hopefully you'll take some time as well. Mm-hmm. Reflect on what the Lord is doing in your life. Reflect on, uh, don't let just the time and events happen to you, but reflect on uh, what is the Lord doing in you um, and participate. Participate in what He's doing around you. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing that we take away from this summer of how He's inviting us in. He's mm-hmm. inviting us in to be a part of what He is doing already in the earth and uh, maybe in some communities and some neighborhoods you don't typically drive through. Uh, so stretch yourself, yep. um, be willing to get involved, build relationships, and uh, join God in the work that he's already doing. So, till next time. Until next time.